Good morning. Morning. Hello and welcome to episode nine. Today we're going to be talking all about morning routine, the benefits of it, why it's important, uh, our personal experiences with morning routines, habit building and how to build your routine, recommendations. Hello, hey Jazz, how are you? I'm good. I'm excited to talk all about this very useful topic. <laughs> This useful topic uh, that has really made a difference in my life. I know we've got some interesting things to talk about in this two-parter, you and me both. So I'm excited. Yeah, me too. So a morning routine is kind of like a way of starting your day with intention and not letting it get away from you. So you make decisions about how things will go for the rest of your day. And then you're not going to let the circumstances of the day kind of give you something to react to because you'll have already intentionally thought, right, today I'm going to feel like this and I'm going to get these things done and you're going to feel on top of things. So you basically give yourself a chance to get started on the right foot. What do you think, Charlotte? Yeah, I agree. Um, personally, at the moment, I don't have much of a morning routine, but in the past I have, and it is such a good way to get things done or to take some time for yourself. And yeah, I'd say there's just something about the morning or getting up in the morning and getting things done that really sets you up for your day. 100%. It's it's a discipline to do it. It's, a, it's definitely like a practice and it's a way to become, you know, like what we were talking about in our last few episodes, a way to become a parent to yourself, to teach yourself to be sort of responsible. And it's a time of the day that maybe you didn't think you actually had to get things done. You know, you felt like oh, I didn't have time to to read or to do different exercise or whatever it is that you feel like, or even just to have time alone, just have time to to think separately, you know you can make that time in the morning. It's a commitment to a little a day of a lot of activities or a few activities, whatever works for you, but which in turn can, you know, it can have you speaking new languages, understanding new concepts, being inspired. It's that book you didn't have time to read yet. It's a way to end your day less stressed and frantic. Also, it's really nice to me, to me anyway, to not have to jump into like the boring everyday stresses straight away, you know? Yeah. Yeah, like when you wake up in the morning, like for me, I've got such a bad habit and I, I and my morning routine really does help me with this. Not every day, like I'm not, I'm not fucking perfect, but, um, you know, it stops me kind of from immediately thinking what's happening on my phone, what, what emails have I got, who's messaged me, what's happening, like you need to sometimes in the morning just think, right, until I've done a bit of daytime, or, you know, it might be for you that your part of your morning routine is to do work, but not the very first thing you you look up yeah look at when you open your eyes like you need to have a moment of hey i'm doing this and this is why life is joyful and then go into the difficult bits fully like charged if you know what i mean you know it's nice just to not have to jump into those things and and it means that when you do get a lot of the jobs on your list for the day you're kind of wide awake focused your brain's more switched on you've had time to enjoy yourself as opposed to being like oh i need to do all this shit now and crack on with another day on the grind like Instead of doing something that's actually pleasant for the first couple of hours of your day, or maybe it's only half an hour, it depends what your lifestyle looks like, but there's always time to create a little morning routine, even if it's only 15 minutes or 10 or one, you know what I mean? You can really do something in a small amount of time. I used to kind of see it as well as like, maybe this is a bit of a messed up kind of mentality, but I used to really hate my job. And it used to make me think, no, fuck off. This half an hour, I'm going to read my book and then I'm going to... Uh, then I do some meditation and yeah. that's how I start my morning that's nothing to do with work I'm not getting ready for work I'm not on my way to work I'm not late for work I'm not thinking about work this is my day I don't get up just to go straight to work and slave away yes. this is part of my life this is my life nothing to do with fucking work 
that's 100%. how I used to look at it, which is maybe a bit more of a negative view. And I probably wouldn't have that view yeah. in the future, but it was kind of a way of being like, you don't just wake up, oh my God, go to work, come back, mm. and then gym, eat, and then, oh, got to get ready for work again. Yeah. yeah. It's a way of like 100%. having some make your life your own. If, Yeah. Like, even if that is getting, you know, maybe your side hustle done or something, but it's mm. still not like waking up and thinking about going to work if yeah. you're in that. Kind it's so work. easy to feel like part of the rat race. Like you're literally just waking up, working, doing other shit, like doing no other shit. Like maybe you're just trying to squeeze in, seeing family or friends or like whatever, but you never really feel like you've got time for yourself. A morning routine creates a time of the day where nothing can affect you until you're ready for it to like, you have to like walk through the door into, okay, I'm doing things for other people or for work or whatever, as opposed to like, this is my time. Do you know what I mean? I feel like people, at least, not everyone, but a lot of people have a better time at night where they think, okay, now or from now I'm relaxing, you know? And they say, okay, I'm not going to do anything from this time. But in the morning, a lot of us are so quick to check everything and try and fix everything. Yeah, know, yeah. The moment you open your eyes, like you're not prepared yet. Give yourself a minute. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. I just think it's, it is literally one of the, like the most like it's the number one thing that you can do to sort of elevate and boost all of your other practices to be more successful. So if it's that, you know, you've got a new job and you've got meetings, like, or if it's that you're starting a new like health thing, or I don't know, like you've got a new relationship or you're trying to master a new skill, like all of those other things will be helped by the fact that you've got a morning routine. And, you know, I definitely haven't always had a morning routine, but yeah. I feel like, when you do sort of pre-planned activities, when you wake up, it saves you time thinking and kind of just deciding what's going to happen and takes away the need for you to make a choice to do something productive in, you know, in support of yourself. Like, you know, if you, if you don't have a routine, every time you want to exercise, it's like, should I go for a run today? Or should I do, you know, yoga or whatever it is that's your, um, your thing? You, you don't have to think about it. Like for me, it's not like, okay, should I do this? I can't really be bothered. Da, 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 da. It's just like, me. this is the thing. This is the order that, yeah, exactly though. But that is literally what it is. And I'm not trying to have like a holier than thou attitude at all, because honestly, this is taking me a really long time to work on, but it, it honestly, it, it creates a pattern where you, you don't have to automatic like you automatically make the choice about what you do. So you don't have to mm -hmm. think, oh, can I be bothered? You just do it. And then, afterwards you feel like oh I've actually done so many things and it wasn't so bad whereas when you think about it you get dread and you have to find like the will within you to do those things even yeah. like anything like but if you already have it as part of your life like when people have work for example like you were talking about to me earlier Shah, when you have work it's so much easier to create a routine because you have to go and do that thing every day but yeah. that thing isn't even usually that pleasant or not not usually but a lot of the time it's not even that pleasant whereas you can choose to have a part of your day that you choose for that to not be optional either because you know in the long run that makes you feel way better and not even yeah just and it like run. sets your mindset so like before if I got up really late and I'd be like oh I'm having a fucking line because I hate this job and it makes me get up so early I'm not going to do yeah. any of these things today I'm not going to wear makeup I get up and then it's like get up and then I'm already in the mood that oh I had a line but I didn't get to do this and I'm going straight to work it does yeah, kind of set your mindset like this time is for me like yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. A hundred percent. It's definitely easier for me now. Like I don't struggle to do everything that I wanted to do because I kind of have planned in how I'm going to do it. I don't know, like couldn't or didn't want to do literally anything to help myself lead like a healthy and positive life. 
Um, but because other people implied to me that I didn't like deserve those things or that I wasn't capable of having them, but you literally do get to decide what kind of life you want to lead. And I really do feel like a morning routine really makes a difference to being able to achieve things and not let life pass you by. Like if you, if every day you have a small amount of things, you're always working towards something bigger. Whereas like, if it kind of feels like, God, it's been a couple of weeks or a couple of months or a couple of years or my whole life where I've not been able to do actively pursue my goals outside of working then there's no time to like have something that's actually might be what you want to do in the long run because you're just like oh I wake up I go to work I wake up I go to work how am I supposed to you know fulfill my dream of being like a, a rancher or like <laughs> a doctor I don't know like if you have a bigger dream than you know what you're currently experiencing but then you have to go to work for like 40 hours a week you can just feel and I have definitely felt as well like you just don't really get a chance and I don't want to feel like I don't have a chance to do what I want to do until I'm like old which I might not live that long you know what I mean definitely yeah don't want to be a slave to the grind even if you do love the grind you know you want to be able to do your own thing and like for example if we were both working full-time again now we'd want to make time for this podcast as one example yeah definitely I mean not everyone even has to have the same kind of like goals or anything it might even just be that you really want to be able to get a massage every day but you feel like there's no time because you go straight from work to to you know back home to do loads of things for other people and you feel like you don't have time but there is like a chunk of time that you could like nick out do you know what I mean not nick out but do you know what I'm trying to say or yeah Borrow. <laughs> I don't know it's just to me like the morning is such a good time to like brainstorm to meditate to get ideas and creativity flowing I don't know like you could do like a 20 minute sketch every morning or write or come up with inventions or do a Udemy course which I've got like a definite addiction to um you could play an instrument or literally do anything quite easily for 20 minutes every day and be simultaneously simultaneously working at a job that you hate and actually have time to work towards leaving it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, working towards leaving the thing that you don't want to do. Like, I always thought like, oh, I don't have time to do anything because I'm exhausted when I get home. I just want to socialize or I've got plans or whatever. But that's because you're spending all your best thinking and creative work hours, like at work for someone else. Like yeah. you're getting them loads of money because you're doing all your best thinking for them when you could be doing all your best thinking first for yourself. Oh, that's a lovely way to think about it. I love that. Yeah. You know what I mean, like you wake but up. I do you just do you just want to say? Obviously, this episode is about building a morning routine, but mm. it is also about a routine in general. And you know, for some people, this works at night. Mm. Oh and yeah. That definitely. means working an hour later at night and getting up mm. an hour later. Obviously, if you have that time, then mm. that's also great. And we this applies to you know kind of any time. We will be predominantly talking about the morning because that's when you first wake up and the majority of people have their most creative ideas and it can help you feel accomplished for the day rather than in the evening. But if you're doing it at night, then we salute you as well. Like we see you and we can get that. If anything, some people do it both. Yeah, some people do do it both. And I do think at night time, like you're just setting yourself up good for the next day. So that also helps. It's Mm -hmm. just what you think will help set you up to be in a good mood that day, every day. Do you know what I mean? What activities do you need to do that will help you feel accomplished and good and like creative or whatever it is that you want to feel like you can do something to make that happen. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Um, You could use a lot of that sort of great brain power on your, on your own interests. Do you know what I mean? Like you don't need to be 
this sort of cyber zombie from the dusk till dawn where it's just like I go on my phone then I go to work and I'm on my computer and then I do this and I'm yeah like it could be good for you to think hey what am I going to do that's just an IRL activity like what can I do with my hands or what can I do with my brain maybe it's just that you like to do the crossword uh, I used to love doing the crossword on my way to work uh and I found that to be like part of my ritual part of my routine to mm. always do the crossword that was in like the metro or whatever um and that to me was like right this is time where I'm just thinking about something else I'm not checking my phone or like feeling away about anything I'm just thinking about this I don't know like your daily world can can blossom from your choice of what to do in what order does that make sense yeah love that love that ago I realized that I needed to find ways to make my life sort of less stressful because of the like sort of long-term health problems that can come from high exposure to stress and trauma and I've always been really opposed to like routine in any way shape or form which probably is quite funny to hear me say when like you're listening to this podcast where I'm just always like yeah then this and I do this and this is something that can help <laughs> you because like honestly this is the reason I want to talk about these types of things is because for me it's been such a surprise that I can go from feeling so, so, so shit to feeling a lot better and good just by changing what I do with my time. And I feel like, you know, it can be tempting to just like get on the rooftops and be like, hey, everyone, if you're feeling rubbish, try these things. I'm not saying for sure that anything that we recommend here will help you. I'm just saying it has helped me. And here are some other people that it's helped examples and stuff like that. I don't know. like Just would- try. Like all you can do is try. Exactly. Like for me, I don't know if I was just opposed to sort of like the humdrum of being like air quotes together with shit. Do you know what I mean? Like I kind of felt like, nah, I I am a mess. So I will be a mess and that's it. Like, do you know what I mean? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like putting yourself in that box. Yeah. Like I think because I was kind of going out a lot and drinking and just causing trouble. It was like, I was kind of regularly referring to myself literally as a complete and utter mess. And I really honestly just did feel like it. I never felt on top of things and was basically like constantly drowning in the chaos that was my actual life. Like there was a long period of my life where I couldn't work. I, I, I honestly found it impossible to shower or brush my teeth or feed myself or even just like have a sip of water if I needed it. Like I'd be literally laying there thinking, God, I'm really thirsty. And then just think, what's the point like honestly what's the point like it might sound bad but that is how I felt and I lived in a complete dump and I didn't look after myself in any way shape or form and take medication or anything that I needed to take I just was like there um and I was obviously just numb and unwell but it was such a sort of slow journey to get where I am now but I genuinely feel like all of the elements of a morning routine I have put together nicely are all working to keep me sane they're all working to keep me like keep going and feeling good and I don't see how anyone can have a problem with that in a way like in a way it's like if you try things and those things add together and you might have to try different orders or different activities or different things might just not work for you that's okay like nobody's nobody's telling what you have to do but find what works for you what would give you joy what 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 could give you peace what can give you uh, motivation do you know what I mean I don't know like you know I think where for me like trying to stay off socials and stuff till later in the day has meant that no added stress can be added to my life until I'm ready until I say hi I'm high vibe now I feel good I feel ready and then I'm also ready to handle whatever it is it might be like 
you know, you get an email from a fucking debt collecting agency that you owe money to. But if that's the first thing you see in the morning, you immediately think, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> my day, life's shit. shit. And now between the hour that I've woken up, whatever time that is, whether it's like six or eight or 10 or four in the afternoon, whatever it is for you, from then till you go to sleep, you're going to be feeling, you're going to be like projecting the shitness from the morning onto mm-hmm. the rest of the day. And you can choose to not let anything in until you've thought, oh, what a pleasant morning. Oh, isn't it nice listening to the birds singing or, or the traffic or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You, know, you, can, you can put yourself in a good mood before anyone else has the chance to, to control it. Definitely. Cool. I don't know, like something else I wanted to talk about a bit as well. Like I think, you know, I don't know if you guys on the podcast, I know you probably have, Shah, have heard of like spoon theory, but it's this mm-hmm. kind of concept that's been brought up by this woman, Christine Misarandino, which is a difficult name to say, so I'm sorry if I said <laughs> that wrong. Um, and she made it as like a sort of analogy for dealing with her lupus, um, but it helps with like a lot of sort of chronic illnesses or um, mental health issues and stuff that people talk about because like say for example if you only oh, had you didn't know what this was actually I thought this was something different but this is interesting okay okay so if you had for example it says here like patients who have chronic illnesses often have limited energy represented by spoons doing too much in one day can leave you short on spoons for the next day um and I don't know about all of our listeners but obviously Shara and I both have various chronic health issues and if you only had 12 spoons per day you have to choose how you want to use them so like you know for example one spoon might represent things like getting out of bed or getting dressed or taking pills uh two spoons would be something like having a bath or styling your hair or going on the internet three would be making and eating a meal so imagine you do that three times a day you've already used nine of your spoons what you're supposed to do do you know what I mean like and then four spoons would be something like going to the supermarket or going to the doctor. It just takes a lot of different things. And then you also have to take ones away. Yeah. You have to take like going to uni or work or something. Exactly. Like a big spoon. Exactly. A lot so of you spoons, would sorry, away. not a big spoon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you would take spoons away though if you didn't sleep well or you didn't take your medication or you skipped a meal. And then if you're unwell in some way, like you've got a cold, you've got to take away like a quarter of them. So I wanted to just mention this because... I've had a lot of days in my life where I've kind of felt lazy and super unproductive and bored and because exhaustion and fatigue have taken so much of my spoons and left me with like one spoon left. Um, And and I've just felt shitty and down on myself for not being able to like achieve anything really for months on end or years even. Um, But since sort of adding these new elements to my regular daily routine, I feel like I've never had a day or hardly ever have days where I feel like I haven't done anything. And I'm not saying that I've always had the time or energy uh, or wellness to be able to do everything to a T, but there's always some elements of it that stay and it could just be writing in my journal or it could just be mm-hmm. doing a meditation or something small that doesn't require me to move around much, but it's still something and you still feel at the end of the day, or I still at least feel at the end of the day, like I've done something and I feel like honestly, I'm not saying this, I really don't want to, I really want to make it clear that I'm not saying this will happen for everyone, but in my own personal experience, it, it has really provided me with more energy and a better outlook and a better mindset, which has been able to support other things in my life. It's more consistency, it's stability and focus on goals. Like it means that every day I'm thinking, okay, how am I making my life better so that in the future, 
I can be in a mansion when I'm not feeling well, just chilling. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, I, I just feel like even if it's little tiny baby steps and slow progress, it's movement, you know, it's energy and motion. I feel like you're going to mm-hmm. get to a point where, oh, shit, I've been doing it for five years where I do 10 minutes of German every day, but now I'm fluent. And maybe that's five years is a long time, but it also gives you, it breeds and cultivates like patience and yeah. feeling like ready to, yeah. Like, and it also creates a sense of confidence because you trust yourself more. Like it's something where you've kept a deal with yourself, like what we've spoken about before, where um, if you keep a deal with yourself, you'll, you have more trust for yourself, which means you're going to be able to make better decisions for yourself because you believe what yourself is saying if you know what I mean like mm. instead of instead of thinking oh I can't trust myself to make decisions so I just don't make decisions you can think okay I I constantly get up and do this one particular activity even if it's just three affirmations or saying something you're grateful for even just something tiny but just something that's like a routine to you and it builds trust in yourself that you're able to keep up with something you're able to say to yourself I'm going to do this thing and then know that you will because if like for me I was in a position when this all kind of blew up in my life a few years ago where I didn't want to if I said oh I'm going to do this on Monday and I'm going to do it now forever it just wouldn't happen like it would never happen because I didn't believe that that would happen for me because I'd never proved it to myself with smaller activities you have to prove it to yourself with small little things um, in baby steps as time goes on to show yourself okay if I say I'm going to do this thing for this amount of time I probably will rather than thinking yeah I'm definitely going to do this and then actually feeling like oh but I never actually do what I want to do I just kind of but but that's it is something that can be Work. can be helped yeah like it, it it definitely can be I know the spoon theory as hall pass so it's kind of similar but like you've got hall passes if you're in school oh, yeah. um, and I think it's the same amount as however is a 12 or something oh, yeah. yeah um and it's the same the same way but it can be used for anyone or like but yeah you know if you do have a chronic illness I haven't really used it yet but it is something I'm starting to do more and think about more because mm. it then means even if I have had a shit day I'm in so much pain or my sugars have been so erratic I'm lethargic and I can't move I've actually done xyz today apart mm. from just get dressed and have a meal although for some people yeah. that's an achievement in itself anyway yeah, and, you and then it's like well. I've done I don't know say I made an Instagram post for this podcast and I posted yeah. it there we go that's, that's one something. thing I've done to better this little side hustle that we yeah. have and now I can rest and chill because it's done and even if I had you know maybe I was meant to make 10 posts and go for a run and have a bath and I couldn't do those other things I've still done one thing so it makes you feel good you know definitely and it makes you feel less guilty and less annoyed about having a chronic illness and it kind of frames I don't want to say what's wrong with you but you know like what what's happening with you or what what you have to live with in a more positive light as well which I think is is really helpful for people living with that basically 100% I mean your mindset makes such a difference when you have a different any kind of thing going on in your life to be honest but especially for me with my own chronic health issues I feel like just the mindset work that is easier to make happen through a morning routine or some sort of routine it 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 creates a, a an atmosphere in your life where you do feel like things are working out, even if it's just a little at a time rather than feeling like, because for me, when I've been in my darkest places, I've been in a position where I feel like I'm spiraling, nothing nothing 
is good enough, nothing is happy, nothing, nothing in my life is helpful, nothing in my life is good, which is obviously untrue, but you do get into a mindset of, okay, everything's fucking shit, everything yeah. fucks up all the time, so nothing goes true. right, everything's fucking wank, but when you have a morning yeah. routine, you make an environment for yourself where you think, okay, some things are going right, and it becomes easier and easier for you to believe the longer that you uh, commit to it or practice it or, or use that, and it's okay to have breaks as well if you you know, you don't, you don't do it for a couple of weeks and then you think, oh, I want to get started doing that again. Ease into it. You don't have to yeah. go from zero to 40 and, you know, whatever. Yes, you Yes, Speaking to you, bitch. No. <laughs> I don't know. Like my morning routine, it basically looks like this. So this has been, obviously, like I've said before, built over time. It's been added to, changed must around with different activities have changed the amount of time that they are and it's all been to change what works for me so like for, for at the moment my 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 morning routine is literally write down my dream go to the toilet and read one page of whatever inspiring book I've got so sometimes it's like a self-help book sometimes it's like a book about manifestation sometimes it's just something random and then I brush my teeth and wash my face while saying my affirmations then I feed my dog okay. and I wake my boyfriend up uh, and then I do my scripting in my gratitude journal, which is like a whole page in my in my notebook. And then we smoke together and we play Scrabble on our phones. Lol, I always win. Oh, um, that's such yeah. a random one to do. We just do that for fun. Like it's just I love that. what we're smoking. But uh, yeah, we we enjoy doing it. I also feel like it's a bit of like a brain waker upper. Yeah, that's um, cool. Yeah, and then we uh, we used to do it where then at this point we would do yoga before breakfast because sometimes you get like kind of refluxy when you do yoga after you've eaten yeah <laughs> but then we used to always just end up getting so hungry that we'd want to skip yoga uh so, oh, I, so we changed the routine so that we would do basically make and eat breakfast uh that's a great that. point is that like as you're going through life or through time something might not work for you so you might need to change it up and it 100 percent like doesn't maybe you might have to do it later in the day or you might have to do it for less time or more time or yeah, yeah. maybe you have to eat before or not eat mm. before if that doesn't work you know so yeah, yeah that's 100%. a really a good point that your morning routines are going to ever evolve with your life or if things don't work or even to just make things easier for yourself so you actually get them done I, f I find it very difficult to believe that in five years from now my morning routine will look exactly the same or even yeah. in six months like it does just change but you know, then, then we make and eat breakfast and watch like a 20 minute ish, like sitcom. Like at the moment watching Brooklyn nine, nine, just as like a chilling activity. And then we make and fill in our like bank of the universe checks where we've been doing like the year of doing like a thousand a day more. So like on the first okay. 8,000, 2,000, 3,000, whatever. Um, and it's actually from the ask and it's given book that I spoke about in the manifestation episodes. Yeah. Um, but if you do like a thousand more every day in a year, you'll have felt what it's like to spend 66 million. So that's something. I really and then we recently stopped doing this daily, but I think it's important to say, cause I did do it for like over a year. Um, we were doing like 20 minutes of memorized learning German in the morning. Oh, I like that. Completely finished it now. So, <laughs> um, is that, is then, it finished the app? Yeah, we finished everything. That Amazing. Happened. Yeah. Um, but that's what happens when you do just a little bit every day. Like 20 exactly, minutes every yeah. day doesn't, didn't take that much out of our lives, but it became over 
without that much time. But then, then we do the 20 to 30 minutes of yoga, with yoga with Adrian. Then we go for our 45 minute walk in the park by the river. And then after that is usually when the day will start once we're home from there. But love that. What a routine. Yeah, but then, you know, I absolutely love it. And it's so nice because I also particularly, obviously this is like lockdown routine. Yeah. I, I currently have a job, like, so obviously it, it does just take longer. Like we kind of just take our time with it. You know, I, I love doing that that morning routine I do now, which is all on lockdown and stuff. But when I was working full time and I was also writing my book on a deadline that was three months. So that was a very short deadline to write a book. Mm-hmm. I, I would basically wake up in the morning. I would do an hour of writing after doing my gratitude journal. But we didn't have a dog then. So we did yoga, but not a 45 minute walk. Um, so obviously, like we've been saying, you can switch things out and change it depending on what projects you've got going on at that time. Uh, and you know build it to your own interests and pleasures and lifestyles but for me these are just the things that the things that I've listed that I enjoy doing and I care about but I'm not saying everyone should do those exact things it's just mm-hmm. what you enjoy doing and one thing maybe or a couple of things that you want to work on do it then do you know what I mean um we try do we do try quite hard to make it um me and Dan that we don't have to do like daily admin or go to the shop until after the end of the routine so that we're not like disturbed or distracted by stress but obviously that does happen sometimes sometimes we wake up and we're like oh shit I'm out of cereal or whatever and need to go to the shop and then it's like okay how are we going to work around it because we're going to talk about this a bit later when we talk about how to build a, a morning routine or how to build a habit but to me it's quite important that the things stay in the order that they're in for me because if I do them in a different order like if we go to the shop um instead of doing yoga or something like that not instead of but at that time I then can't be bothered by the time it's time for yoga I'm kind of too hungry thinking about lunch I'm something else is happening in my brain and I don't want to do it or I just think oh we'll do it we'll do it tomorrow it's fine we'll just do a longer one tomorrow but then we don't do a longer one tomorrow yeah that's cheating (laughs) you can be bothered do you know what I mean (laughs) I don't know my my morning routine personally takes a few hours but that's what I need and how I like it and that does not have to be the case for all of you. For me, I think that would that would come down again if I was working because I spend a lot of time like just meandering, you know, me and yeah, yeah, yeah. rather than doing things separately so that we can enjoy that time together. Um, but yeah, in my opinion, even a simple like 15 minute routine would really honestly make a difference to your your daily outlook. So it's it's worth it. Honey, it's worth it. Another thing that's interesting to talk about is the habits of, of, of air quotes, highly successful people. I want to put a little disclaimer in there and say success means different things to different people. So please don't think that I'm trying to say there's only one kind of success. Um, but I thought this was quite interesting. There's a, a person called Deville Sink. I think that's how you say her name, Deville Sink. Um, and she's the creator of something called 21 Day Hero, which is like a, a blog. And she looked into the morning routines of 25 highly successful women and 35 highly successful men and concluded high performers pay big attention to their morning (laughs) routines. Um, So all of the people that she interviewed or found out information about have established routines that they follow almost every morning. Um, And morning routines of successful people are actually quite similar. So this is the kind of thing that they reported that they do first thing. Ooh, this sounds exciting. 
So this is what they reported they do first thing. One is exercising or engaging in some kind of physical activity, such as working out, doing yoga, going for a walk or stretching. Meditation was on there as one of the main things that people do in that group. Um, a gratitude practice, so like journaling, making a resolution, expressing gratitude, visualization, uh, visualization. Why do I sometimes struggle to say that? Um, positive affirmations, or some people like to pray as well. And then also reading a book or a newspaper. So those are the things that were like the most commonly reported things that everyone was basically saying that they did. Um, That's really interesting because I was going to speak in a little bit about the book The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod, which is a really successful book recently, um, which and the kind of tagline of the book is um, six habits that will change your life. And they are called like also known as life savers. So S-A-V-E-R-S. So the S stands for silence, which is like um, meditation the a is affirmations which you just mentioned the v is visualization the e is exercise or movement the r is reading and the s is scribing like journaling so wow okay yeah Yeah. that's that's consistent across the board that's what they're saying is useful um something that i thought was really interesting that i actually heard about a few years ago and then when i was preparing for this episode i found some a useful uh source about it and it's basically about how we can learn to build our own morning routines um through something called a habit loop now so an important thing to think about is how to build your own morning routine and There's a few simple steps that I think will help. One of them, like number one, would be to write down the things that you do every morning already. So what what's in your That's what's in your morning so far, and then you choose a habit that you want to add into your morning routine. Just add one for now. Um, so let's say it's like I don't know, doing affirmations. Let's say, and then you basically want to, as step three, stack a new habit right on top of one of your current habits. So for example, if you take a shower every morning, you could say, after I take a shower, I will meditate for 10 minutes or I'll do my affirmations for 10 minutes. And this is called habit stacking and has a simple formula. So before I current habit, I will new habit. And then it's just fine. And I found this really interesting. Yeah, I, I was looking on this website and I found it really, really interesting. It's this guy called James Clear and it's from a New York Times bestselling book called Atomic Habits that he wrote. And basically it says like, in 2007, researchers at Oxford Uni started peering into the brains of newborn babies and what they found was quite surprising. So after comparing the newborn babies to the normal adult human, the researchers actually realized that the average adult had 41% fewer neurons than the average newborn. And so obviously they were like, yo, this doesn't make any sense. If babies have more neurons, then why are adults smarter and more skilled, right? But basically it's something to do with the power of synaptic pruning so there's a phenomenon which happens as we age called synaptic pruning and synapses are connections made between the neurons in your brain so the basic idea is that your brain prunes away connections between neurons that don't get used and builds up connections that get used more frequently so obviously like things you just remember how to do or things that you want to remember about like you might think of lost and then you remember john lock from lost or, or whatever it sounds random that was a very random head, but. watching lost <laughs> um so for example if you practiced playing the piano for 10 years 
then basically your brain will strengthen the connections between those musical neurons. So the more you play, the stronger the connections become, which makes it quicker and easier for you to play piano, obviously. But not only that, the connections become faster and more efficient every time you practice. So as your brain builds stronger and faster connections between the neurons, you can express your skills with more ease and expertise. So it's basically a biological change that leads to skill development. So obviously that's good. Now, someone who's never played the piano and is not strengthening those connections in their brain, as a result, the, broom will, the brain will prune away those unused connections and allocate energy towards building connections for other life skills. But this explains the difference between the brains. Um, babies are born basically with a brain that's like a blank canvas. So everything is a possibility, but they don't have strong connections anywhere. But adults, mm -hmm. however, have basically pruned away a good deal of their neurons, but they have very strong connections that support certain skills. But it's okay because don't you worry, synaptic pruning can play a huge important role in building new habits. So you can still continue to build new things and grow all the different connections in different areas areas of your brain and one of the best ways to do this is through habit stacking so obviously we were talking before about if you take a shower every morning then it's easy to then say okay after or before this activity I'm going to do this other activity so that they work together so essentially like it's going to create a strong network of neurons to support the current behaviors and the more you do something the stronger and more efficient the connection becomes which makes it easier to do it which is what we were talking about before so you probably have already loads of strong habits and connections that you take for granted each day that you don't really think about. For example, your brain is probably really efficient at remembering to take a shower or brush your teeth or brew your coffee or open the blinds or whatever it is that you do in the morning. It will already remember how to do that daily because that's your habit. And you can take advantage of these strong connections that are already built to build new habits. So it's like your, your basic already there yeah so when it comes to building these new habits you can basically use the connectedness to your advantage so you can basically build a new habit by identifying a current habit and then stack your new behavior on top and it's basically a special form of implementation intention intention intentionally you yeah like a lot of us will try and pair our new habit with a particular time and location so you're like oh, I can, you know, every time, every day at 8 a.m., I'm going to go for a run. But that's like quite a difficult way for your brain to think about it because in a way, you, you might be not awake or some, something else is happening. Like, mm -hmm. you're kind of busy at that time. Whereas if you think of it as, doesn't matter what time it is, if I'm doing this activity, I'm also connecting it with this activity. And it basically, this method that was created by this guy, BJ Fogg, as part of it is like, it's called tiny habits program can be used to, to design like an obvious cue for any near like any near, well, eh, nearly any habit so it's like you know after I pour my cup of coffee each morning I will meditate for one minute or after I take off my work shoes which you're going to do at some point every day I will immediately change into my workout clothes then you're going to immediately feel oh, like a good one you know what I mean? or after I sit down to breakfast I'll say one thing that I'm grateful for or do you know what I mean? It's like you connect things together or after mm -hmm. I get into bed every night, I'll give my partner a kiss so that you just remember to do it. It just becomes built mm -hmm. up. I don't know. Like it, it uses the patterns and behaviors that you've already strengthened over years by basically linking the new habit to that. Uh, and then it, the more likely that it is, you know, the more that you do that, the more likely it is that you'll stick to the new behavior. So that's something that can be really cool. Yeah, that's like how I used to always set my clothes out the night before, and I will now. So if I get yeah. this is at school, college, uni, and even for I work, I, I will always do that. But that's like what I used to do. It's just a habit. And also, I thought 
kind of what's that saying don't put off it's tomorrow what you can do today yeah. yeah so I used to always think like right if you want an extra five minutes in bed get all your clothes out prep all yeah, the things on the side for your breakfast and then you've got five minutes and that could probably also help in building a routine because if you start doing some things the day before the evening before yeah. you're still giving yourself more time yeah, exactly. and you also feel organized in the morning because you wake up and you think like right my clothes is there my bag's packed oh. and I know what I'm having for breakfast I have to stress where's my, keys? Where's my yeah I look shit in the outfit like everything's just ready yeah it's ready and then it gives you time to like then start your morning routine I suppose so maybe that yeah exactly maybe that connects into what we were saying earlier is you know do some things in the evening and I I used to always do it just before I went to bed so I wouldn't go to bed until my lunch was made my clothes were out my bag was packed for the day we had two peas in a pod sometimes you know Sha. <laughs> I know I know but and I used to be like oh and I used to hate doing it on Sunday nights because I used to be like Sunday is my weekend but I know <laughs> you know it's gonna help me tomorrow T- tomorrow is me it's gonna be like oh thank you so much Sha. I've had extra yeah, 10 minutes in bed really I can for it. yeah I can wake up in the morning and I can meditate and read my book because I don't have to do those things because I did those last night yeah 100% and the morning it usually feels harder to do things so the more things you yeah you 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 kick off of the list the easier it is to put things in that actually you actually want to do like the thing the, the time of the day where you're looking for that one pair of tights that doesn't have a hole in or something like that <laughs> every morning it drives me mad like I hate shit like that so I feel to me same as you like if I've got something to do it makes so much more sense to prepare way ahead of time so that if something goes wrong there's still loads of time like I don't yeah. need to worry do you know what I mean Another thing with laying the clothes out is um, actually an influencer I saw does this and I started doing it back when I was going to the gym really early in the morning. Um, it's like lay your gym clothes out, everything you need. Like so she did it because she has to be quiet because she's got a toddler, like a little baby sleeping and her husband, she doesn't want to wake either of them up. So she lays out everything, including her coffee cup and even grinds her coffee the night before. Yeah, so, so she just has to push the button and she goes, her bags next to her, her clothes are all laid out like, like an outfit. So she said, I wake up and it looks like there's a person on the end of the bench because I think that person is me. And I go, oh, quick, you get, get up and get those clothes on. Yeah. You know, like, and and they're already there and then she gets her coffee grabs her bag and goes and then it's yeah. done. She's on her way and then she's already on her way so she's not gonna not do it you know definitely I, that's exactly how i've always again making stuff eat it's just making stuff easier for you isn't it it's just literally making your life not as stressful because it doesn't feel stressful at 7 p.m in the same way to look for something that you need as it does when you've just rolled out of bed to do it like you just yeah. think, oh. even when you wake up and you know you haven't put your trainer somewhere where you can remember where they are or you don't know where which washing basket your sports bar is in or yeah. whatever it is like that kind of shit can just put you off doing anything then you just go oh do you know what it's taking me okay. too long now yeah exactly and that just feels shit like and the other thing that the other two things that are important in this like morning routine building list is obviously what i've tried to nail in quite a few times is to make it easy set small targets first like mm-hmm. do, do, do it just for one minute do it for five minutes whatever the activity is do the easiest version of it first because you don't want to then put yourself off like build it to a point where then it feels invigorating to get more you know prana running through you more energy like more more life blood going and or even like you know if, if it's something to do with exercising if it's something where 
you never exercise and then you just decide oh, I'm gonna start exercising loads like mm-hmm. it doesn't make any sense to jump straight into something massive because then you think fuck it all that was well hard like just literally run on the spot for like one minute and then be like oh I've done so Rest, much exercise I've done way more than I did yesterday then tomorrow do two minutes or whatever it is that your your thing is and then the last thing that is on this list is to track it because to me and to what a lot of people talk about is accountability to yourself or to someone else or whatever like it could be that you track it by always telling someone um but it might be easier for you depending on who you are especially like for me it would be easier not to have to do that so it might be more something that you just take something off in your diary just put like a check mark or just like a little dash just something so you can say i did something that morning and then you you know it's only at first i think that it's really necessary because once it's a, once it's a habit you already just do it, doing it, it yeah you're just doing it it's not like a big thing you, you might think right now oh it feels like such a big thing to think oh i'm going to do this long hours morning routine or even a short hours morning routine but the more you do it the more it just feels like yeah easy cool what am i moving on to now and then you're you just feel you just feel like you can do things and the more you track it the more you've proven to yourself wow i've actually been doing this for 86 days without even thinking about it and wow that's amazing or whatever it could even just be three days like wow, i've done it three days in a row that is way more trust built with myself than i had before and i also think it's important to say you know a, a morning routine doesn't have to be anything that anyone else has said like i i've read a lot of books where it says you know your morning routine needs to start at 5 a.m and that could oh. be true if you're somebody who needs to be at work for seven or you have loads of things to do on and you might not think that sounds as bad if you get up dead early every day anyway but to me if you're living a kind of life like a lockdown lifestyle or like a remote yeah. working and you, you don't need to be doing something until like nine or ten you do not need to get up at 5 a.m to feel like you've done something you can still I'm- get up with just a small amount of time to spare and think okay I'm doing this or like what Char was saying before of course you can also do it in the evening or you can do it on your lunch break you, you can simplify it anything can work but you don't have to follow anyone else's rules even this like little step-by-step thing I've just said you don't have to listen to that that might not work for you that's just me saying this is something that was worked for me or this mm-hmm. is something that's for other people you can try it in so many different ways like you're not you're not stuck in any in any capacity you can try different activities you can try different times of day you can try different lengths of you know the session for each activity I don't know you can just try lots of different things and see what what works for you definitely a habit loop in this kind of way um which was actually first mentioned in 1938 by B.F. Skinner in his book The Behaviour of Organisms (laughs) Organisms Organisms behavior of organisms as stimulus response reward so this charles duhigg guy was really was the one who popularized the concept of the habit loop in his Mm. widely popular book the power of habit and in that book he represents the formula which is it kind of helps you build and understand these this habit so you know q plus routine plus reward like you kind of get okay the, the q is the i've just done this thing so that means it's this time to do this thing the routine is that and then the reward is in, even in its smallest form is wow I've done something already with my day and it's only fucking whatever time it is when you wake yeah. up and early still but a lot there is a lot to learn on on morning routines and so much to to talk about with it really I think there's so many books that I've read that talk about a morning routine basically and podcasts and everything and yeah you know, there's, there's, there's the book 5am club 
Um, to me, yeah. to be honest, it's not the best written book. I didn't really like the style um, of the writing. A lot of it is like, you know, like a metaphor, but not to me in the best written way. But the theory is completely right in my opinion. So it doesn't obviously have to be 5 a.m., but I, I did find what the message was within it quite inspiring and then they talk about morning routines in the success principles by jack canfield which i think i've mes mes mentioned in nearly all of our episodes because <laughs> it's a really good book that um and then yeah there's a few different books like there's what the most successful people do before breakfast which it kind of covers what a morning routine is what its focus should be and how to design the fundamentals and that's by someone called laura vanderkam there's my morning routine which is by somebody called benjamin spall and somebody else called michael zander and it's like sort of smart rituals from super successful people which obviously you can tweak as necessary uh and then there's another one called daily rituals which is the routines from the creative sort of titans of history um you know it's it's by someone called mason curry and it's talking about um the different things that different creatives throughout the ages have done to inspire and kickstart their day and then another one sorry i've got so many is called deep work and it's like you know how to how to move from deep work yeah it's like how you get the transition from morning ritual to the sort of part of your daily life from feeling like oh wow everything's really exciting in the morning to then like how to implement that later in your day and that's by cal newport so those are some books i know you've got some books haven't you Shah, to mention have actually yeah so i've got two books so first of all i'm going to talk about well it's the book i've already mentioned actually and it is called it's called the miracle morning by hal elrod which is quite a new book that's come out recently in the last couple of years um and there's kind of quite a big social media presence and things on there celebrities using his book and like i said it talks about the lifesavers and the six habits that are good to start your morning Mm. that's kind of more based around what you should be doing for your morning routine not just a morning routine in general if that makes sense yeah um definitely. and he kind of says he's proven that you can start achieving your goals today even if that's devoting only one minute to each of those practices so essentially mm. it could be like a six minute morning routine yeah which is crazy it's and maybe a good way to start you know if you feel like you can't find time or you or you can't be bothered maybe in lockdown to have really have a proper routine mm. maybe as soon as you wake up just give yourself six minutes yeah, um, exactly. so yeah I haven't read all of that book but what I did read was good but I do feel like it's taken from a lot of other books and I mean you kind of get the principle about silence affirmation visualization exercise reading and scribing yeah. which a lot of people do anyway so yeah and then the second book which I'm going to talk about as more of a concept and it's by Adrian Herber. A lot of you might know her. She's got a fabulous podcast and the book called The Power Hour. Mm. And that is kind of what we've already mentioned. That's just one hour a day or could even be once a week or twice a week or on the weekend. You have these hours where you get up and you boss things mm. or you get up an hour. So it's like an hour earlier than you normally would. That's kind of the point. Mm. And you know maybe it's maybe you have one twice a week not every day and one of those is that you've got loads of admin to do so you wake yeah. up an hour early so if you wake up at seven you're getting up at six today every thursday for example and you've got admin to do so that full hour you do as much admin as you can in that hour and that's it you, you forget about the admin yeah. and then maybe you have one on sunday morning as well and that's that 
um, you've had no time to yourself this week. And so, I don't know, maybe 8am on a Sunday morning, if you'd usually get up at nine, you spend that one hour reading a book that you've wanted to read and that's you time. Yeah. And I was saying to you before we start recording this jazz that, you know, your power hours can change. They can be every day and they can be every morning or they can be every evening. And it could be like admin. It could be reading the book. It could be, um, you know, working on your side hustle. For example, if you have a podcast every morning, we wake up at 7am and we work on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> One day. <laughs> One day maybe I might be doing that, but uh, not for now. Um, but she also speaks about how that changes throughout your life. Like we've kind of mentioned, you know, it's not going to stay the same, but that might be you've got a newborn baby yeah. and you feel like your whole life might be consumed by, by this baby and breastfeeding and changing nappies and you just need an hour completely to yourself whilst your partner's still asleep, your baby's still yeah. asleep, where you go and watch some telly and you have a cup of tea or you write a bit of a book or you read a book or it might even be that you really need extra sleep. So you yeah. go to bed an hour earlier mm-hmm. and then you, that could be your power hour or then you know you could sleep in an hour later and that's yeah. part of your power hour. It's something that's going to help you be productive, help you feel better. Mm. and like help build either a side hustle a goal get things done that you or think recharge. you can't get done or have time for or recharge yeah so I really love the idea of the power hour I absolutely love Adrian's podcast which I haven't listened to in ages actually but sometimes she's even recording them while she's running and that's like her power hour which is insane like what a woman that's crazy but still yeah. so impressive I think it's just amazing because these kinds of things create a a space for setting an intention like if you always say to yourself okay twice a week I have a power hour uh where I get things done that otherwise I would be dreading doing and leaving till Mm -hmm. last because it's something I just really don't want to do but if you just say I'm doing it in this time it creates a space where you can say I'm not going to do this right now I'm going to do that in my power hour and that's when it will get done and it makes you feel more in control of your own life and more really like you're getting you're getting to a point where you feel powerful basically I don't know yeah yeah like yeah it's just amazing uh yeah I feel like there's actually so many useful things talking about morning routines so so you can really find so much content about it and the the benefits of it and how you can work it to your own different ways and you know I've watched quite a few good TED talks just to name a few there's the healing power of rituals and routines by Mike Leach uh the morning motivation one by Ken Oi the Unexpected Power of Habits, Practices and Rituals by Jan Stanley and How to Make a Behavior Addictive by Zoe Chance. So mm. these are all things that are kind of more about habits, but the morning routine that we're talking about today is about really, is about habits in general. It's about how you can make habits more part of your life so that it's easier to do the things you want to do as opposed to not leaving time for the things you want to do because you instead have to focus on the things you don't want to do because you haven't made time for yourself, if that makes sense yeah so make sure you listen next week and we really hope this episode has made you stop and think about your routine your morning routine if you could implement a power hour at least once a week or every day where you can start getting your side hustle done have some time to read that book build a habit learn a language get your admin done whatever it is you want to do an extra hour of rest or an hour away from your kids don't mean that in a mean way but yeah if we've inspired you to do that then let us know on instagram and we really hope that you love this episode it's definitely motivated me to go and sort out my 
morning routine and get more of one before I start work again. And you know, yeah, thank you, Jazz. You've been really inspiring, really interesting. Your morning routine sounds great. And I hope you guys all enjoyed. So absolutely loved speaking about morning routines today. I know that in our next episode, we're going to get skincare routines, which Shah knows everything about. Uh, so thanks so much for coming to listen to this episode. We love you so much. And we're looking forward to continuing the conversation in part two next week. So don't forget to come and check it out. Yep. Super excited. We'll see you next Friday. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye.